and welcome back to Cinema Vino. Well, hello. Hello. It's good to have you guys Turn here. around. Every time you do, 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 <laughs> Tell me what you see. All right. Keep going. Um, got Travis Bud. Yo-hoy. Sean Jordan. Hey. I'm Todd Wofford. Uh, Tay is out this week, but he'll be back with us next week. So, uh, he's nursing a sports injury. He is, yeah. He's got a... Uh, herniated something something got herniated but i'm not sure what it was it wasn't a disc but it was some other part of his body got herniated it's a herniated dick he's got a kink in his penis yeah dad well, we can't kink happens shame, to everybody no 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 kink shaming here yeah he can still pee but the pressure is like way low yeah <laughs> eventually it's gonna just release and all come out at once yeah, it's yeah. like a it's like a pinched off hose yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not good yeah mm-hmm. Um, you can film it for pressure. He's going to be peeing like a monkey with a fire hose pretty soon. Yeah, they're going to straighten that thing out. It's going to be like, like, like Niagara. an angry elephant trunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. be frothy. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he'll be back with us next week. So, it being summer chaos, we're going to pull a little audible and sub in a flex option that we've had. Uh, this is <laughs> one of Travis's picks. Do it. The never ending story. And uh, oh, sweet. Um, so uh, this is going to be something we're going to mix in. We do, we're doing random wine picks again. I'm just putting. I literally walked into the store today and put every uh, sign for wine into the wheel, like random wheel generator. Spun the wheel. Uh, we got bubbly this time. So, and this is one that we featured before. This is kind of a staple of the podcast. This is the Reventos Blanc. Uh, Spanish sparkling wine. It's good. It's bright. Yeah. Uh, fruit Bubbly. forward. It's fruit forward, but it's not sweet. It's nice and dry. Nope. Um, Is I mean, this a cava? Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely the cava I'm style. Learning. Mm. <laughs> it's it's it. I don't think it's specifically a cava because it's like we were told by the never wine. mind. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's definitely because it's right next to Frigine. I mean, it's definitely in that in that area. I mean, everything around them is cava. They had some specific thing of like, no, this isn't cava. This is blah, 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 blah. but it's like it's the same same idea, same style. I mean, this is definitely a very Spanish you know, bubbly, stereotypical, like, you know, it's, it's nice, bright, fun, affordable, you know, melon flavored, um, kind of a little bit of a minerality to it, a little bit of a limestone type flavor to it. It's, yep. it's on the drier side. It's fruity, but it's dry. The bubbles taste so tiny. They do. So small. It's got tiny bubbles. That's a good point. It is a very like soft, it's that minerality. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you said, it's like a, it's like a Topo Chico. Yeah. It's got a nice dry minerality to it, which I think makes it fun. It's a great summertime wine. It it's like you- licking a rock, but like a clean rock. Yeah, <laughs> if that's not their tagline and their in their ads, I don't know what will like, be like fresh concrete. Yeah, suck after, on a rock after yeah. a rain. Just a fresh, just a fresh hunk of limestone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. uh, it's like going down the quarry and just taking a deep breath. Like going down on the quarry. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a weird country song right there. <laughs> going um, down on the quarry. <laughs> I want to hear the Lizzo remix. Exactly. Um, thank God I was recording all that. I've been in shame. I looked down. We weren't recording. That all just got lost. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a great, it's about 25 bucks. Um, this would be a great, like, you know, if you're having people over before you get to the meal or before you get to the main part of the, of the, you know, social thing you're doing, this would be a great, like, way to get things kicked off. Say uh, the name of it one more time. Uh, Reventos. Reventos. Reventos, the fresh maker. Hmm. But oh. yeah, it's, it's a, it's Blanc. They do. Now it. I will remember that. <laughs> they do a great rosé too, about the same, in the Re- same price range. Revenge Mentos. Mm-hmm. Reventos. <laughs> It's like sucking on limestone. Mm. Yep. Reventos. <laughs> yep. Just going down the quarry. So um, check that out. And they're available. If they're available in Oklahoma, where we are, their chances are they're in a lot of markets in the country. So the never-ending story. Story. 
<laughs> this was released July 20th, 1984. So 40 years ago, next year. Wow. That is bonkers. Wow. Mm. Wow. Uh, this grossed over $100 million world, worldwide against a $25 million budget. This was the most expensive German production at the time of its release in film, German film history. Uh, this was a German movie? It was a German production. Huh. It was directed by Wolfgang Peterson, who German director, uh, did Das Boot. Uh, this was his first American film. Uh, he would go on to primarily work in Hollywood after that, doing stuff like In the Line of Fire with Clint Eastwood and then Troy with Brad Pitt. Like uh, hmm? Yeah. Uh, this was based on Michael Endy's book of the same name. Uh, this does adapt only the first half of the book. The second half of the book would be for the NeverEnding Story Part 2. Bastard. They made a third movie. And they they did. did, which drew from new material, completely new material. Mm. Why? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I didn't... I don't believe I've ever seen the third one. I've seen the first two. I, I think I've seen the third one. Yeah. It, it just, it, yeah. I haven't even seen the bit, first one. It, it got a little bit weird. You, you never remember, seen the uh, oh, Wow. Oh, you remember Return to Oz the, with Feruza Balk and they had the, the, the wheelies guys that were <laughs> super creepy? That's kind of how NeverEnding Story got. There was some weird, I mean, this one had some weird bullshit. In it, it did. Too, but yeah. It did. It was kind of that, it was like the German Jim Henson thing. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, we make the Jim Henson <laughs> workshop. Yeah, you like it, the creatures? It's one of those that's like, yeah, this is fine for a kid to watch right before he goes to bed. Like, <laughs> We want to do the Kermit, but instead of Kermit being a happy little frog, it is little haunted bat. <laughs> yeah. You like the wolf monster? We do the wolf monster for you. You want to see a horse die? <laughs> he <laughs> wants to rip out your throat. It's fun <laughs> for kids. Which I had that in my notes that like uh, the freaking, what's his name? The wolf monster. Um, Gamork. Gamork. Yeah. That Gamork. was about... 30, 40% of my nightmares, and then Artax dying in the swamp is yeah. another 30 or 40% of my nightmares. <laughs> hey, kids, want to see a dead body? <laughs> yeah. Germans. Oh, and, and yeah. the night with the, when his uh, visor popped up. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. Uh, but we'll get to that here in a second. And, I mean, to say nothing, the fact that, that in the beginning, it's like the story deals with, like, a kid who is grieving the loss of his mom. And I was just noticing it's like pretty much everything that the dad, Gerald McCraney, says to the kid at the beginning of the movie is like wrong about how to deal with the kid. It's like, you know, your mom died. Just forget about it. It's time you yeah. move on. Let's Don't just you move think? On. Drink this egg orange juice. Yeah. It's like you need a just a pure raw dose of protein, buddy. Listen, I got a call from the school. It says you're fucking up. Step it up, kid. Yeah. <laughs> if, is this about your mom? Fucking get over that. Yeah. What are you, five? <laughs> what is, you're lost in dreams and imagination. What the hell you is that? You are an eight-year-old. Yeah. You are supposed to be the man of the house. Yeah. <laughs> this is serious. Yeah. I, I'm just going to leave and expect you to get to school. It's like <laughs> I have investments to deal with. Mm -hmm. yeah. Go fight off those bullies. Yeah. It's like, this is like the worst stretch of parenting I think I've ever seen in a movie. It's pretty yeah. bad. Well, he was only in there for like two minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. His kid doesn't come home from school. Nobody goes looking for him. Yeah. Smells like garbage. Never has yeah. like his lunch on him. You think the dad somewhere is like, ah, he's probably dead. I got to move on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> move on with life. <laughs> Get that portfolio in line. About time I move on from that son. Uh, well, creepy bookkeeper. Mm, that was a, I saw a mustache. That, that's going to be me and my indie band. Creepy gotta, bookkeeper? Creepy bookkeeper. <laughs> We are the creepy bookkeeper. One, two, three, four. We will not play an encore. I don't know why they're German again. But like, German we are production. the creepy bookkeepers. We look through your books. We will audit you. You like that? <laughs> then we slap your face. Instead of Miss Piggy being a happy, angry pig, it is going to be a very, very angry rock monster. <laughs> you have an unusual amount of debits. Maybe we crush your balls. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I get in that character so well, but, you know, there's that. Uh, I don't know where the hell I was in this. Um, 
German production. Angry so, yeah. bad parenting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bastion Bucks is this kid's name, which is up there with what was the kid in Hocus Pocus? Uh, it was like Thad Busby or something. It was like Billy Thane. It was like some ridiculous fucking name. <laughs> Bastion Bucks is a solid name. Yeah. Oh, that's Th- Thackeray Binks. Th- Thackeray Binks. Binks. That's what it was. Thackeray Binks. But it's like this poor kid, Bastion Bucks. It's like, of course he's gonna get thrown into a dumpster. Bastion. It's mm-hmm. like the, the dad is just begging for his kid to be thrown like a javelin or hide out in bookstores. Of course that's what he's doing. He didn't actually plan on raising this kid. No. Mom no. screwed that plan up. He's gonna hand him a glass of eggs and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Drink this. Yeah. <laughs> Raw eggs. I mean, that, that's like salmonella, is it not? I mean, that, Rocky does it. Not yeah. if you mix it with OJ. Yeah. And Rocky can't be anybody's role model for like parenting. It's that's like, well, true. It's like, here's son, here's a chicken. Catch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so Ooh. so Bastion Bucks gets bullied, uh, hides out in a bookstore, and the guy, the old man who I have here, it's like he went to Mr. Wilson's school from Dennis the Menace's school for like grouchy old men. You know, it's like that stereotypical, like, right, get out of here, kid. You know, you couldn't build the He's old like man. German Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the bookstore. Welcome to the neighborhood. You'll watch me take off my sweater. <laughs> I will take off my shoes and put on the slippers. We are feeding the fish. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the land of make-believe. There there will be the beatings. Have you ever been so immersed in a book? <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, the Bastion steals a book, promises to return it, uh, takes it to the attic. Attic of his school. Did does anybody ever have an attic in their school? Yeah, have, have a creepy fucking attic. That was a big one too, yeah. and they've got a wolf head on a stick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would spend a lot of time also, in there. Also, the key is kept in like a glass box that you have to like break. Yeah, and it's just already broken. Yeah. Who's managing the school? Yeah, and then it's like you can take the key out, and then it's basically no one can get in there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not fire code. Uh-huh. I'm not even sure what fire code is. I know that's not fire code. Fire code apparently is you keep the key just loosely under a glass box. Yeah, yeah. Break in case of emergency. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's how you get to the wolf's head. Mm-hmm. Break this. Um. So anyway, Bastion takes the book. Yada yada yada. Gets lost in the Nevering story. Is the name of the book. It's a you know fantasy world called Fantasia. Conveniently. Uh, it's under threat from a massive uh, entity known as the Nothing. Um, there's an Empress. She's sick. A Treo. Childlike Empress. A childlike Empress. Who's we sick. don't know that at the beginning. Yeah. No. Um, a tra- <laughs> Not in general. We do know that. <laughs> a Treo is a preteen badass with a shiny, well-conditioned head of hair. He is sent to help cure the Empress and end the threat of the Nothing. Um, and I've got I've rambled on and on about the plot. He does have good hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Unlike this hair. table, mm-hmm. <laughs> what we make up for in hair, we we uh, we like no, we have, don't. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say, but <laughs> whatever you say, we don't. No. I say we have charisma. <laughs> we make up for it grasping at straws. <laughs> <laughs> we make up for it with bad German impressions. Yes, yeah. we make up for it in desperation. <laughs> I see you have the receding hairline. Perhaps you try the minoxidil. It burns on your scalp. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I rambled on and on and on about this movie. I found that I, I hadn't seen it probably in 25, 30 years, but at least, but I probably saw it 20 or 30 times as a kid. I wore out the VHS. Yeah. This was heavy rotation for you. Oh yeah. This was definitely a childhood favorite of mine. Um, I still knew all the quotes and everything. So it, it was very familiar, um, which will affect my score. Um, anyway, I want to hear what you guys think. You'd never seen it. I'd never seen it. I want to hear your thoughts first. Yeah. Give it to me. This movie was fine. Um, you know, God, I feel bad because everyone loves this movie. 
but they love it because they saw it when they were kids, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, this totally. movie has not a lot of substance, not a lot of complex story. It's pretty short, mm-hmm. very short. It's an hour 42, I think, hour 34. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I just sort of, I watched it. It was a movie. Something um, happened. Something happened. It's definitely made for kids. It has like pretty not complex thought, but like pretty good visuals. It's got like the puppeteering is really good. Like the rock monster, very impressive. Yeah. They really yada, yada, yada over a lot of the plot. There's a lot of characters that like look and sound cool, but have very little like, why, why is he a rock monster? Who are these little tiny people? Yeah. Who, Who are the tiny people to this kingdom? What does the princess actually do other than be sick? Yeah. Who is this like unicorn dude who's coming out and giving out like, all these proclamations to look for a hunter doesn't even know what the fucking hunter looks like. Mm-mm. What is that about? Very He's like, vague. you're not go home kid. We're looking for an adult. What? How your fucking princess is a, like a child. Yeah. Who are you to come in here? Big dick swinging, looking for an adult. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> bullshit. And you've seen a tray use hair. It's perfect. Beautiful hair. Look, yeah. that guy yeah. jealous. That guy yeah. is a Warren Zevon's like song. I saw a, a werewolf eating or drinking a pina colada and eating trailer mix, his hair was perfect. I think he was at Trader Vic's. Trader Vic's. I, I prefer trailer I mix. I like that he was he was eating trailer mix. It, it seems like it goes with <laughs> pina coladas. Um, I want you to real quickly define what trader, trailer mix is. Trailer mix is like uh, what? what uh, pretzels, peanuts, almonds, uh, three to four different kinds of Chex Mix cereal, mm-hmm. all uh, mixed up with what? Worcestershire sauce and uh, butter and a whole bunch of other. It's like steeped in there and then baked and it pops out and it's even extra buttery and delicious. So you delicious. said, so you're thinking trail mix. No, this sounds different. Trail yeah. mix. Is well, you can add uh, peanuts so and you, stuff and, in there. And you're too. saying trailer mix. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a real thing. Oh, trail mix, I guess, is like raisins and almonds and like M&M's. What is trailer mix? That's what I'm wondering. I've never heard of it. I I think he's onto something. I I I think think this is a thing. I picture like um, something that you make over skillet with like Drano and starter fluid and like (laughs) witch hazel and... I think I think we just call it trail mix, but yes, to to normal people out in the world not (laughs) that didn't grow up in my household, it's trailer mix as in... Living in a trailer. Yeah, it makes more sense. I mean, the Worcestershire sauce and butter and baking it, that's that's a new step to me that I was not aware of. Mm-hmm. It is delicious. My, my it sounds dad and delicious. brother make it every uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas or something. Huh. Yeah. yeah. They go ham bony on it. Interesting. I've never had this at your house. I, I, I've been there for holidays. Uh, my Bring dad hides it samples. in Ziploc bags. <laughs> he puts a whole bunch in. He goes, <laughs> they get in fights while they're making it, and then my dad, they have to put it in halves, and my dad's like, well, I like more of this, and so I'm going to keep this apart, you know. <laughs> you know, that's, honestly, I don't eat a whole lot of it because it's it's 90% salt. You know what? Never ending story. Bring bring some next time it gets yes. made. Yeah. I want to try this. It sounds yeah. good. We're going to snack on the air. <laughs> it's going to oh, be great. good. Nothing but... <laughs> Not just crunching. <laughs> just... Continue. Anyway, um, uh, the big swinging dick big says swing you're, you're, you're a kid. We didn't. I, I love the 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 antagonist of this story is not the wolf that's trying to kill him. It's just nothing. Yeah. Like, wait, why? Where? How? Mm-hmm. What? It's just, is it existential dread? Is this like a stand in for like the nothingness of life? I like, think it's almost like nihilistic. It's dread. like they can't mm-hmm. say death because it's a kid's movie, but it's like the idea of death. Yeah. Because that would make sense for like, 
you know, him dealing with his mom, mm-hmm. which they never really get to. They just sort of yada yada over that. Yeah. Um, but then there's the wolf. Where does the wolf come from? Yeah. Who's in charge of the wolf? Who sent him out to kill Atreyu? Because it wasn't the nothingness, because the wolf is also like, the nothingness is here. I'm fucked. Yeah. I didn't get to kill the guy I wanted to kill. Oh yeah, I'm I'm the servant of the thing that behind the nothing. Yeah. Yeah, like what I need I need answers. Yeah, it's the man like, behind the curtain. Yeah. Also, like Atreyu dispatched of him very quickly. That yeah. was a lot of blood for a kid's movie. Yeah. <laughs> It was. Also, I can see why that would give you nightmares. Just like the eyes and just like... Also, I was watching it with subtitles because I watch everything with subtitles. All of his subtitles were green? Was that uh, is that true for you guys? Uh, okay. I had the DVD because I didn't have internet. So. Did you watch it with subtitles? I did. Oh. But yeah. I don't know. I was watching it on Apple TV and the version I had, the subtitles were green for, for him. Gamork. Yeah, yeah for mm-hmm. Gamork. Yeah, no one else. Gamork mm-hmm. and I thought Mindy. that was interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Did you rent it? Uh, on yeah, on Apple TV. Okay, yeah, yeah. But see, I've got it on DVD too. Nope, do I? I do. I'm sure you do. Yeah, VHS somewhere. Not definitely on VHS. Yeah, I believe on uh, DVD as well. Um, overall, left me with a lot more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. But the opposite of Radio Shack ends yeah. ab- ends abruptly. It ends very abruptly. It yeah. de- never really like it sets up some pins early on and then never knocks them down. And I feel like. It's a kids' movie, so that's fine. I don't need to like have complete closure on you know all these open-ended things, but like, I, it just asks a lot of questions and then never answers them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was fine. It was uh, six and a half, seven. Well, okay. You say that now. Seven. I'm gonna say uh, one thing, and I want to see if that changes your answer. Did you check out the titties on that Southern Oracle. Five. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I, I didn't have I didn't have the childhood attachment to her well, titties that you probably did. Well, no. As I got older and I was watching it, I was like, oh. Like, as a kid, I'm like, oh, her boobs are... And then I got older and I was like, damn. No, hello. And I was like, <clears throat> no, damn. Southern Oracle, you said. <laughs> Maybe you'd like to come have some trailer mix. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some more Chestershire size. <laughs> what do you think, Waffle? Let's do uh, you. I'll, I'll go last this time. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I can't separate nostalgia out of the, my opinion of the movie. I can't do that. Fair. It's, it's too tough. Um, and because it's like, you know, seeing it now, it's like, obviously, it's the special effects. That you have to love them because they're practical effects. You have to love them because they are old, old school. Very you know. impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, hands down, that was probably the highlight. For of the 84, movie. yeah. Fun to look at. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun movie to watch in that sense. It's the great visuals. Because, yeah, you have to think of it like, like almost like an artifact of its time in terms of special effects. Like these are great for then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's fun for that reason. So nostalgia, this is a 10 for me. But like actual movie-wise, I mean, I'd say it's probably a seven. Watching as an adult. So, I mean, it's probably seven and a half, eight for me. It's somewhere in that range. But that gets a uh, still a nostalgia bump of at least one, one and a half on yeah. there. Yeah. Definitely. It definitely elevates it like in any movie that you watch when you're a kid and wear it out. You know, it's like... You go back to that time. Yeah, just wait until we podcast on the Power Rangers Turbo movie. You guys, I'm going to have a heyday. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen the Turbo movie. I've seen the the. the Tell first you what, one there's this scene where Kimberly is Ivan suspended Dudes. by chains over a uh, lava pit. Amy Jo Johnson? Does something for me. AJJ? Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. You know, not perfect. It definitely, parts of it, as any movie this time period, don't necessarily age greatly. But yeah, I had fun. Good time. Uh, well, obviously, this was my pick. Um, 
just because uh, I find myself lately, and I've, I've said it through the other podcasts, but I have to say it on this one because every podcast is somebody's first. Um, I've been on an 80s kick for all the, the weird um, special effects movies that have like puppetry and stuff in them, like Labyrinth or Dark Crystal or, or this film. Um, yeah, when they have, when they're looking for the childlike empress, there's all the weird guys with big heads. Or then the people with two faces or three faces or, you know, they throw in a few of them and they show you it for a little bit. And you're like, I don't think that holds. And then they've already switched. They've already I thought edited. that was just her room decor. <laughs> just the people. <laughs> just like dudes with like giant heads just like looking around. But they, I guess they sent out the call. Yeah. So when, when I, I watched this as a kid, I think my, my dad had it recorded off of TV. Like all our stuff was recorded off of TV when we had HBO for a month or something. Whenever <laughs> whenever HBO was like, hey, right, honey, we're going to buy HBO for a <laughs> month and we're going to record everything. Yeah. But HBO used to give you like a free month or a, like um, or maybe a few weeks or something mm-hmm. just to give you a taste. They're like a drug dealer, exactly like a drug dealer. They're like, we'll give you a taste. I think and they then still we're going to shut it off. You still get a free trial. And you're going to have to get, uh, you know, buy it. So uh, a lot of my stuff came <laughs> recorded when my dad was like, oh, shit can't buy VHS tapes fast enough. <laughs> um, so I always love this. It didn't make uh, a lot of sense. I always thought the Orin thing looked cool on the book. Um, but uh, also the reason I wanted to watch this is because recently I saw like a, a TikTok or an Instagram reel where it's like rewatching Neverending Story and this part got way too real. And it's right where the Gamork the wolf is getting killed at the end. But he's like, yeah, you know, uh, People without dreams and wishes are easier to control. So the nothing is here to, you know, crash your your hopes and dreams and to make you easier to control. And it's uh, all that's left is nothing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, no, kids grow up with hopes and dreams and then their window of opportunity like narrows and they're like, oh, I guess I'm not going to accomplish whatever I'm not going to be president of the United States or whatever pie in the sky. I'm not, you, you mean I'm going to stay this size? I'm not ever going to be like a, a six foot seven linebacker? No. Or, yeah. I'm still waiting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I'm, like someday, kid, you're going to be just a guy in a kitchen drinking a glass of eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my metabolism to kick in. So you're going to make a joke about then three guys in a kitchen drinking wine. Talking about losing her hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's too real, man. Yeah. But uh, I can't believe neither one of you talked about Falcor. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I had, again, a long stretch of notes. Mm-hmm. About, but yeah, Falcor. I mean, even like the, the music, obviously, j- just the score throughout, yes. But there was the uh, Daniel? the no, theme song by Lim Limal or something. He's an Italian composer or something. You know, they even played that, that music on, what, the last season or the season before, Stranger Things. David Bergaud? No. What, where am I? I'm on the wrong never-ending story. I always think about uh, Family Guy with Peter Griffin where they cut to him riding Falcor. It's like, you're getting a little heavy, buddy. You're getting a little yeah. heavy, Peter. <laughs> and he crashes into the ground. <laughs> um, whenever, uh, let's see. Yeah, Artax. When Artax dies, at, at, I mean, that was, that was fucking rough, buddy. That was the they, thing like, back then. The yeah. Traumatic they, thing. They show you that. And am, then, am I to understand that he died because his, the horse got sad? Yeah, it was the swamps of sadness. Yeah, it's like, like the horse like, succumbed to the sadness, and that's yeah. why he died, because that's tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like, is, is it a metaphor for Despair? depression? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like, you know, he gets bogged down and can't get out of his funk. Yeah, and that's and I think that's part of maybe the nothing also, yeah. or whatever. It just, you know... This guy? Takes up... Is it Oliver Stone? No, it's uh, Limol. 
These are the two people credited as composers. L-I- oh, the composers. No, um, I'm I'm them about the song. Yeah, that's that's probably right. But I think the what this says theme song by Newfound Glory. <laughs> I thought it was by some dude named L I Oh L I M A H L Limol. Weird. Limol. And he's got an excellent blonde hair too. Mullet. Um. Yeah, Rockbiter was awesome. Like mm-hmm. his his creepy eyes when he's seeing the nothing show up. Also, every time they showed the nothing, they showed the roiling like thunderstorms. Like whatever effects that they used there were awesome. I mean, anytime they tried to show Falkorth flying through in front of that, you're like, mm, yeah. did you though? That's it's like know, maybe it's the same thing that's been lost. You know, maybe it's like the the, the lost monster, smoke monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, to me, whenever uh, watching movies when younger, I sometimes got them mixed up where I was like, oh, I thought I was watching this movie. I guess the, those uh, characters aren't in that. The um, In Princess Bride, you have Billy Crystal and uh, what, his wife? I can't um, remember. Carol Kane. Yeah. And in this one, you had the the observatory guy named Andy yeah. Vuk. I, I did see the, the parallels there. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I always got them mixed up. I'm like, I'm watching... Uh, I'm watching Never Ending Story thinking that Billy Crystal's character is going to show up. And I'm like, it gets to that. I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's this. And then I keep thinking Ingevuk is going to show up in Princess Bride. And I'm like, no, I'm all right, I'm fucking this up. Yeah. Little hermits just, you know, offering side quests. Yeah. Basically. It's going to be strong labyrinth vibes for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I got lonely, like a lonelier version of Princess Bride vibes from it, where it's like instead of the kid getting read to by his, you know, kindly old grandfather, yeah. he's having oh, to yeah. read, read he, to himself. He steals the book from like this, you know, would be old man in the bookstore, and then has to read it by himself mm-hmm. and escape on his own. Now I'm, I'm gonna, I drew parallels to a movie that you guys probably didn't see because it was probably past your time. Did you ever watch Page, Page Master? Is that Macaulay oh, Culkin? Macaulay Culkin? Is I think that Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, I yeah. think I watched it once. Yeah, yeah, so like he goes to a library and basically gets like sucked into a story. A and Christopher like, Lloyd like a cartoon. Is he? Uh, it's been a long time since yeah. I've seen it. But great. that was a great book, movie. Mm-hmm. But it, it was kind of the same thing. It's like kid gets sucked into a book, mm-hmm. like is kind of like participating in the story. Mm-hmm. And I never like it was. I mean, obviously, this movie gets very meta at the end that like childlike empresses t- look looking at you you know talking to bastion like save us he must know, name us whatever yeah he must give me a new name oh and i did look up because i always i could never figure out what the name was and uh i i, I never read the book but I, I looked it up after watching it and the actress that plays the childlike empress was like oh well wonder no more like his mom's name was moon child Moonchild? Moonchild was Interesting. his mom's name. What'd she that. die of, like, inhaling too much sage smoke? No clue. Yeah. I got nothing. I thought that was who played Punky Brewster. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, and let's see. Also, oh, the, the ending where he basically just, like, has Falcor and he's chasing down these kids in the streets of, what, Chicago? Is that what's yeah. going on? Yeah, no. like again, that. very meta. Again, also very much yeah. Princess Bride, Chicago. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he, like... He lost like the the whole Fantasia is destroyed, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, you're the one that's got to like dream up the entire world again. Like you can make it from from scratch. So you're like given infinite wishes. You can wish stuff back, like Falcor. Yeah, and his wish is, I want to go terrorize these kids. Well, his first wish was, I want to reconstitute what Fantasia. His second one was, let's stomp those. I'm gonna go bully these kids. Yeah, let's go fuck up these bullies. (laughs) Let's fuck these kids up. (laughs) Let's try. What's your score? Oh, uh, I'm going to say also like yours, uh, like a, a solid 
uh, seven. Um, but you know, probably with a nostalgia bump, it's probably more like a, a six or a 6.5, but, uh, this gave me good, uh, good memories growing up. And I was like, ah, oh, this is, this is great. It's, the nostalgia bump is, is real strong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel it as much in this one as anything we watched from that 80s, 90s time period. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a movie that would give you a stronger nostalgia bump than this one? I mean, we've never done like, you know, the big hitters like, you know, Star Wars, the, the episode four or yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark or True. something like that. Oh, uh, we didn't uh, even talk about Morla, the, the ancient one, the the turtle mm-hmm. scared the shit out of me. Yes. When it when he was doing the sneeze. As, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as a kid, I was like. I didn't like big eyes. That turtle yeah. didn't give a shit. No. No. That turtle, I didn't care to help at all. No. I don't like things that are very young. <laughs> Treebeard. <laughs> yeah. Treebeard. Yeah, it is very Treebeard ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If only Treebeard sneezed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I would suggest watching this movie at least once. It's only an hour and a half. So I mean, it's, it's yeah. a good chance if you're listening to this toes. podcast, you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. You're in our demographic. Yeah. Our wheelhouse is also your wheelhouse. Not currently streaming anywhere mm-hmm. at the moment. No. But normally, more, normally does, you know, check them out in another month or so. Ask, or ask your favorite 40-something nerd. They probably have it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, at this point, the the that age group is now the old man in the bookstore. You know, it's like, just leave a note so you'll bring it back. Mm-hmm. Watch this movie. You will become a part of the... Have you ever seen a movie <laughs> that you yourself have become so immersed in that you become a part of it? I like that accent. Like I don't know what that is. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Um, don't name your kids Bastion. Just don't do that. Please. They will be bullied, and you'll have to feed the mags out of a cup. They're going to go in a, do a dumpster. Or Braxton. Yeah. Don't do it. Like the contraction? Or, like Tony Braxton. Or Thackeray. I mean, it's like, you know. Actually, Thackeray. I'm okay with Thackeray. Thack. For short. You can call me Thack just, for short. It sounds, like, like, sounds like Donald Duck. It sounds like Sylvester. Thackeray. Sylvester named your kid. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, Thackeray Binks. Oh, Thackeray Binks. <laughs> but anyway, this has been another episode of Cinema, you know. <laughs> We thank you very much. You can listen, rate, and subscribe. Reventhos <laughs> uh, Blanc. Um, delicious kava, or whatever it is. Kava adjacent. Yes, it's kava adjacent. Uh, delicious $25 Spanish wine. Uh, it's good bubbly. If you're looking for something pre-meal. It's or like sucking on a limestone. It, it is limestone-y. Uh, it'd go really well. Also, dessert, if you're having a nice, like, you yeah, know. A like nice, a nice, like, fruited quiche. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh-huh. That's our that's our cue. Travis just farted, so we're gonna, we're going to tie a bow on this on this one. Uh, I'm ready to go. Great movies, only drunker. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Sean Jordan, Travis Bud, Joy, love you. Turn around, y'all stay tasty. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our website is at cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com.